Hey, this is Daniel and Dean from the IMDb Journey podcast, and you are listening to the So, so Wizard, Wizard podcast. Broadcasting very fast and very dangerous from the planet Malastare, you are listening to So Wizards. You are thinking, you are people gonna die? The only podcast to make the Kessel Run in under twelve parsecs. There'll be no one to stop us this time. What's going on, everybody? It is time for episode number 234 of the So Wizard podcast. I'm your host, Joey DiCarlo. This week, my co-host, the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. I'm long, and I'm strong, and I'm down to get the fiction on. (laughs) (laughs) And that's what happens when bodies start slapping, (laughs) when the expert, Mr. Marquis Markellis Reagans, is in the house. I got Spuds McKenzie, got Alex from Strolls. I forgot. I forgot the rest of that. What's going on, everybody? <laughs> What's up? You are listening to So Wizard Podcast. Three friends discuss the world of nerd podcasting weekly. This week, we're going to talk a little bit of news, and then we're going to clean out our cachet of listener questions as we answer some questions posed by you, the listener. But before we get into all of that, how is everyone doing this week? Aubrey, how's life in the dirty, dirty South? <laughs> she's not in the dirty. She's not in the dirty South. It's uh, it's all right. I've been uh, fighting a cold for the past week. It's finally starting to break up a little bit. Um, but that's about it. You know, Kingdom Hearts comes out, so I'm super freaking excited. I'm going to go to the release of it, and I'm going to get it. And by the time this podcast comes out, I will have been playing it. So I'm excited. Now, is that the video game with like Donald Duck and all of those characters? Yes. Hey, look at that. I knew something. <laughs> yes. I'm so excited. Nice. What about you, Mark Ellis? What's going on? Uh, yeah, I've, I'm still enveloped in my K-pop world. You know, 2018 was a pretty mild K-pop year for me. 2019 is turning into a fucking... It, it's a it's a whirlwind. It's a whole new world, so to speak. I'm uh, I'm getting ready for my first K-pop concert. I got my official light stick in the mail today, so uh, yeah, I'm that guy. What's the difference between a regular light stick and an official light stick? The official light stick is uh kind of has like a Bluetooth type of thing where everyone can sync their light sticks together so that during certain songs, you know, certain colors will appear in different directions and all of that shit. <laughs> Just a just a more interactive way to participate with the concert. Huh. <laughs> There's no way for me to react to that in a in a PC world, so I'm just going to be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it was very inexpensive. No, yeah, it was it was like pennies. It didn't, it cost <laughs> barely anything at all, just like most K-pop stuff. Right. The, it, the, the the thing is, that this is probably going to be the only concert that I go to. Um, with the only group that I actually really like, because the girls' generation isn't coming back, and one of the girls ain't coming back, and uh, I, I'm not quite a BTS fan yet. So uh, yeah, this could be my only opportunity. So I'm gonna take advantage of it. True that. True that. What about you, Joy? How are you doing? Um, I'm good. I'm really tired. Uh, last night I went to a party and watched the Royal Rumble, which was very long. It was like five hours. Oh Jesus. Yeah. So, yeah, it's like after the women's rumble, which was awesome because Becky Lynch won, um, it felt like the pay-per-view is over. It's not really a pay-per-view anymore. They're just on the WWE network every month, but it felt like it was over. And it was like, oh, there's still the men's rumble and two other matches. Okay. (laughs) So we didn't leave until after midnight, but yeah, it was good. We had a good time. So we had fun. And now I'm just getting ready for the Super Bowl next weekend. So there you go. There you go. Now, just to sound like a complete moron, the Royal Rumble is when they put like 30 people in a ring and it's the last person that's standing. Is that it? Well, kind of, but the opposite. It starts with two people and then every 90 seconds, somebody else comes in. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. Until there's 30 and then, you know. Oh, uh, I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah, it's been about two decades since I've actually watched wrestling, so uh, yeah, to refresh. This is why memory. we don't invite you to the party. <laughs> <laughs> Boo, what is this guy? What's his story? I'll, I'll be that dude. It's it's a slog. I mean, to expect someone that doesn't like wrestling to be like, hey, come watch wrestling for five hours. Oh, God. <laughs> it's a lot. 
it's a lot. It's a lot to ask, but we have a good time. So, yeah, and just getting ready for the Super Bowl. So, uh, hopefully, Patriots can pull it out this year. Knock it on wood right now. I don't want to jinx it, but I did take the day of what would be the parade off. So <laughs> You just jinxed it. I know. I mean, I don't have a choice because there's no – my job doesn't work where I can the day before just be like, oh, okay, now that they won, I can take it off. Right, right. So I had to take it off like two weeks ago. <laughs> so <laughs> I took it off before the AFC championship <laughs> game. <laughs> and I just – I told my boss like, look, I'll, if they lose, I'm just going to pencil myself back on the schedule. I'm not going to use a PTO. So we'll see. But – yeah, I really wanted to go to the pier. I went to one parade already uh, when they beat the Seahawks in yeah. 2014. But I want to take my son this year. So uh, yeah. hopefully I said, Colin, do you want to, if the Patriots win the Super Bowl, do you want to take the day off of school and let's just go to the parade? And he's like, uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And yes. I guess so you want to take the day off of school and let's go to McDonald's. And have <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> been down as long as the day off of school was part of it. So, <laughs> But uh, yeah, so I'm excited for the Super Bowl. Hopefully they win. And uh, good times. Good times. It's, it's feels greedy though. I mean, they've already won five. So, dude, I I went to one of the parades and it was so long ago. Like it was a long ass time ago. I feel like uh, I don't even know like the people who I went with. I don't even know those people anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. So yeah, why don't we uh, jump on into it, Mark? Tell us enough about us. Let's talk about us. Where can the listeners find more So Wizard podcast? All right, so everybody can go to SoWizardPodcast.com where you will find new episodes there every week. Uh, you'll also find movie reviews from yours truly. Uh, you'll find Netflix and Amazon streaming picks from our buddy, the awesome Adam Wallyhawk. Uh, you'll also find some of our merchandise there. You can uh, purchase some of our t-shirts, look good while you're representing the show. Another great way to support our show is by doing your Amazon shopping through the link that we keep right on the website. Click on that big A, you do your Amazon shopping, you receive your products, and that way you'll be helping out our little show here. Uh, you can also find our show, um, our, you can also find our social media links on the page. Uh, we have Facebook, we have Twitter, we have Instagram, so get at us. Uh, you can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star review while you are there. You can also find us on the Stitcher Radio app for your tablet or smartphone, Podbean, Google Play Music, and you can stream our show through Spotify. Uh, you can also support our show through our Patreon account, patreon.com backslash so was your podcast uh donate a little money and you get to receive bonus material from the soul wizard crew uh shout out to all of our podcasting buddies all over the world back to you joey so send an email give me a response Tell me one little lovely, sexy evening with Miss Stephanie Buscakes. <laughs> oh, Stephanie. Uh, it's perfection. Um, great. Uh, so thankfully, you know, we we're, we're getting desperate this week, but thankfully some, some news came out. So we've got something to talk about. This is exciting stuff. Marcellus, drop it on us. Bring forth the news. <laughs> Yo, pump it up. It's time for the news. Yo, we getting ready to bring you the news, boy. All right, so this week in nerdy news, uh, there wasn't really a lot, just a couple of things. Uh, there is some talk going on behind the scenes regarding the upcoming Black Widow movie. Uh, we talked a little bit about this on the show before, but it looks like, according to rumors from a, a, a pretty, not reputable, but a, a solid source, through most of the Marvel news, uh, Black Widow is going to be rated R. Uh, the president of Disney did talk about having R-rated Marvel movies uh, as a way to keep Deadpool um, the same. You know, having an R-rated comic book movie isn't completely crazy with Logan and Deadpool, was the point he was making. Uh, with Black Widow being rated R, I really don't think that's a good idea. I, I think that's a, a horrible idea, but I wanted you guys take on it. Uh, Aubrey, what do you think about them making a Black Widow movie rated R? You know, that actually piques my interest a little bit more. I was completely shut off to the idea of um, <clears throat> this movie even being good, but I think if it's rated R, maybe they'll go into your backstory and it'll actually be really interesting. Most like Taken. I really want it to be like Taken. <laughs> so you would rather it be like a rated R movie with more of a story than, than a PG-13 movie that's just like a regular Marvel movie? 
100%. Wow, okay. That's not I want I... a dark, nitty-gritty, action-packed Black Widow movie if they're going to do it. Well, lots of blood and guts and swearing? Yes. <laughs> wow, I was not expecting that. Um, Joey, how about you, man? Oh, what a terrible idea. <laughs> I just don't see why you would exclude like a huge piece of your audience like uh teenagers and kids from seeing this movie not that they won't see it anyway in theory but you know what i mean like why would you do that unless there's just what could possibly be in this movie that has to be rated r Uh, headshots lots of headshots yeah i mean and that's the thing it's like it can be rated r just for violence and that's fine like we talked about last week on the podcast like we watch action movies all the time at my house sometimes they're rated r oh oh well you know (laughs) when and and you see that a lot in video games too with the uh, esrb ratings if you know a human is hitting another human in any way shape or form it's rated t automatically yeah like Tony Hawk pro skaters always rated T because when you fell down, like a little pool of blood would appear. <laughs> I'm, I'm not kidding. It was that. And the lyrics and the songs of the soundtrack made it automatically rated T. Well, that makes sense. Uh, so if we're just showing a lot of hand to hand combat and violence, uh, gunfights and stuff, and that's, what's causing you to be rated R. Okay. That's fine. I don't want to see like a, a lot of swearing or nudity or sex. I, I, that's not something I'd be interested in in a Marvel movie. So. Not even one with uh, Scarlett Johansson? No, I mean, I can see anything I need to see for that aspect online and uh, <laughs> and still be able to take, you know, my kids to see a Black Widow movie. So Yeah, and kids can watch uh, Luke Cage if they want to see, uh, or The Punisher if they want to see, like, blood and sex and all that shit. <laughs> I'm not saying I didn't get to watch, like, extremely inappropriate movies when I was a kid. <laughs> I'm just mm-hmm. saying, uh, as a parent, I'd prefer not to have to. Uh, you know, it's, I, I don't want it to be Basic Instinct rated R. I'm fine <laughs> with it being like John Wick rated R, but not Basic Instinct. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I think it's a horrible idea. Um, I'm really hoping that they don't do it, but we'll see. We'll see. Like I said, the the source that this came from, uh, most of the stuff that he said before has been pretty spot on. He's only been off a couple of times. Oh, so then in other news that I wasn't even really aware of, Rob Liefeld had. Uh, a deal that he was setting up with Netflix to bring some some of his extreme characters uh, to live action uh, during a, uh, a Netflix deal. I wasn't sure if it was going to be movies, TV shows. I wasn't quite sure what the what the ground was for it. But unfortunately, it looks like it's not happening. Uh, the deal with Netflix kind of fell through, and he is now shopping the idea to other uh, carriers. You know, the guy who gave us Deadpool has a lot more comic ideas that he wants to uh, spread out to the world. I think that something must be really off if Netflix is like, ah, no, that's all right. No, thanks, dude. You're on your own. Um, But what do you guys think of uh, his ideas not being put uh, forward into Netflix? I know, Joe, you had brought this story up as a a news topic. So what do you think of this, dude? Um, It kind of makes me sad (laughs) that it's not going to happen just because where else, where is he going to take this stuff now? Like what other streaming service is out there that really needs this kind of content um you know with netflix losing marvel but they gained all the mark millar millar world stuff so now maybe they don't want it right yeah it might be too too much of the same type of thing right um you know disney obviously doesn't need it hulu doesn't need it because it's mostly going to be disney product uh, there is a warner brothers streaming app but they own dc comics so they don't need someone else's their IP. non you know, indie universe basically yeah so i i don't know where he's planning on taking this stuff at this point because you know he came out and flat out said it's not happening and i'm shopping it elsewhere like where else are you shopping it there's, like, on, there's only one other place you can go man crackle oh <laughs> no <laughs> I was excited because I liked these properties in the 90s, even though they're very cheesy, very bad. But there could be a lot of fun. Um, You know, there's stuff there's stuff to mine there that could be fun. But it looks like it's not going to happen. So I just I just have no idea what what it could possibly end up at this point. Like I I need people without feet with huge muscles. (laughs) (laughs) I love Rob Liefeld. I don't fucking care. I loved his art back in the day. I think it's fun. 
90s cheesy stuff in when i met him he was cool as hell so you know no complaints but yeah i'm sad i'm sad this isn't gonna happen all right now aubrey you read comic books in the 90s i did (laughs) how do you feel about this deal not going through with netflix and rob liefeld I'm wondering if it'll go to like Hulu or Amazon Prime because I feel like mm. Prime streaming has like amped up and become more and more popular these days. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, I can I can see it happening on Amazon definitely. Yeah, never, never, never worry. It may still happen. <laughs> all right, all right. So then, let's see. There was an announcement for a possible upcoming TV show. The hit 1997 movie Starship Troopers. Uh, has been had sequels, had reboots, had animated movies made, uh, but there's talk of making a TV show set in a Star Starship Troopers universe with the original actors coming back with four main actors. Uh, probably not Doogie Howser because I think he died in the movie, uh, but everyone else I think is coming back. So he did not die. He didn't. I know it's been twenty something years since I've seen it. Um, oh, I'm thinking well, th- some other movie he died. Gone Girl. I think that's what it was. Um, so he, uh, yeah, so the creator of Starship Troopers is thinking about making a TV show, bringing back the original characters. I think this is cool. Casper Van Dien is just a cool ass dude. Seeing, seeing him in conventions, uh, I think he's awesome. I would love to see him uh, back on a TV show, you know, getting accolades and, uh, you know, making more con appearances. Uh, I haven't seen a movie in like 20 something years, but I remember loving it. So, you know, this is interesting to me. Uh, Aubrey, how do you feel about a Starship's Troopers TV show? I don't know. I I don't really like the idea of really good movies becoming TV shows these days because I just feel like they get ruined and then they die off. And that kind of ruins the legacy of the movie. So I kind of feel like Firefly is going to happen all over again. And I don't know. I don't know how, even though Firefly was fantastic, I don't trust anybody these days to do justice to anything. So, yeah, Firefly is never coming back ever. Yeah. Which is sad because it's so good, but I feel like that's going to be what happens to Starship Troopers, too. Mm -hmm. Fair enough, fair enough. But then keep in mind the uh, Cobra Kai TV show. No, that's a, those are some. uh, moderately entertaining movies that got turned into an amazing TV show. I don't watch it. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So, Joy, what about you, dude? How do you feel about a Starship Troopers TV show starring the original cast? I'm from Buenos Aires, and I say, kill them all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I couldn't be more excited. I don't think it's possible to be more excited. I'm gonna run through a fucking brick wall in excitement over this. Wow. I love Starship Troopers. It's one of my top ten movies of all time. God, have they never, ever, ever been able to capitalize on it? (laughs) (laughs) Two terrible sequels in live action. Um, The TV series was okay for a kid show, but the uh, one of, was it an animated movie? They had like two animated movies, I think. I think so. I know one of them them was okay. Traders of Mars was okay, but yeah, they've never been able to capitalize on it so i don't know without that genie and magic lightning in a bottle of uh you know paul verhoven and all awesomeness of that movie i don't think they could do it again but why not i i'd love to just see <laughs> them do something with it it's great it's one of my favorite movies ever so i figure you'd just be psyched to get uh dina meyer back on the screen oh of course of course but you know she's always in my heart instead of uh denise richards Denise Richards. I always liked her instead of Denise Richards, even though you're supposed to like Denise Richards instead. Right. Yeah, well, it's from the the guy who wrote the original one, so hopefully it will happen. Uh, it just needs a budget. I don't want it to show up on Sci-Fi Channel with a budget of like $2.75. So yeah, I I'd think- like to see some uh, rubbery <laughs> bugs and stuff, because there was still some practical effects in the, show, in the movie, even though there was a lot of CG, but. Yeah, I remember there being a lot of CG in the movie and yeah. not like the highest quality CG at the time. No, no, but that makes it better. <laughs> <laughs> I think that, that adds to the charm. So there's, it's just such a quotable movie. It's so fun. I just I love it. I could watch it fucking every day if I had to. Nice. Nice. All right. So then uh, a couple more things, uh, guys. It looks like we have to go back. God damn it. Yeah. You thought they were gone. You thought they were going to ride off into the sunset, but Aquaman made that money and the train just keeps on chugging along. We got a first look at a teaser 
for the Birds of Prey movie, uh, aka uh, I don't even know. I can't even remember the name of the title of this movie. I just let's just call it Birds of Prey for now. Uh, just a bunch of quick shots of Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn. Uh, a quick shot of the cast, like a millisecond shot. You can't even make out who they are. And uh, letting you know that the trailer or something is coming soon. Uh, I This blew me away. I didn't know that they were really uh, moving that far ahead with the movie. I know that it had casted and they uh, had the title and all that stuff before. But it, it looks like it's actually really going to happen. So uh, what did you guys think of this little mini teaser? Uh, let's start with you, Joy. Um it's fine. Uh, why isn't Black Mask wearing a mask? I was like, is that Bono from U2? <laughs> no, it's Ewan McGregor with oh, sunglasses on. It went by so fast, I didn't even catch it. Um, yeah, so no Black Mask wearing a black mask. Um, we've already seen what Harley Quinn looks like, and it's fine. I know Aubrey does not like that look for her, but uh, it, obviously I haven't. Not gonna argue with more Margot Robbie yep. in my in my field of vision, so that's okay. But yeah, I mean, it looks looks okay. I guess uh, it looks very similar uh, visually to Suicide Squad. So, like, and I don't think visuals. Well, I say I don't think costuming was a problem for that movie. Right. I, I would say maybe visuals where most of the movie took place in dull gray rain. <laughs> <laughs> was part of the problem, but in terms of costume, so I didn't think that was a problem for that movie. So that's okay. Um, yeah. So so far, so good. I guess uh, there's not really much to go on, but you know, I'm sad to see Huntress is not wearing a bathing suit. But jeez, oh, <laughs> you know, I guess we'll move on from there. All right, Aubrey, what about you? What did you think of this little little tiny teeny bit of a teaser? I think it's stupid. <laughs> what? <laughs> I think it's stupid, and I don't want to see it. And I think it's stupid, stupid, stupid. Uh, well, you don't want to see it, huh? Nope. Well, I'm afraid I've got some bad news. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I am looking forward to whatever it is that they're going to show us. I'm going to assume it's going to happen on Super Bowl Sunday. It seems to be like a good day to drop some uh, some new footage. Uh, so yeah, yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. Uh, you know, maybe they'll maybe this is going to be step one of the better line of movies. You know, maybe Aquaman was the like the dial turning, and then this movie is going to be the first step of like, hey, that was actually a really good movie. Not like it was an okay movie for a DC movie. We'll see. Um, Aquaman had problems, so yes. <laughs> it's not like Aquaman knocked it out of the park or right. anything. But it, it shifted the tide. No pun intended. Um, <laughs> towards better movies. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> I can't wait till uh, young Tamora Morrison shows up in the after credits scene. <laughs> Standing on a pier. That's right. <laughs> All right. Okay. So then speaking of the DCEU and uh, Suicide Squad, uh, last bit of news, we got some casting for the Jared Leto-led Morbius movie. Uh, it looks like Doctor Who, one of the Doctor Who's, Matt Smith, he of uh, Terminator Genesis uh, will be joining Jared Leto in the Morbius movie. It, that's still happening. I thought for sure that had like fallen by the wayside, but apparently that's still going on. Uh, I like Matt Smith and a little bit that I've seen him in. Um, I think that, you know, Jared Leto's probably looking for any kind of franchise that's going to, you know, keep the money rolling in. Uh, so, you know, we'll see. We'll see. Sony with Into the Spider-Verse, Sony has shown that they are on the right track of making really good movies. So, and Venom made a shit ton of money. So, you know, they're going to do this regardless. Um, so what do you think of the casting of Matt Smith? Let's start with you, Aubrey. Matt Smith is okay. I hate Jared Leto. So I think it's going to be trash because of him, but Matt Smith is okay. He's not terrible. Yeah. Yeah. I like him. Joey, what about you? Man? Why do they keep trying to make Matt Smith happen in things? <laughs> because, uh, he's Dr. Who. Well, I'm sure he was fine in Doctor Who if you like that kind of crap, but like he was in Terminator Gynecological <laughs> Exam, and that was terrible. And like I don't know, I'm sure he was in other terrible things. So why why does he they keep putting him in things? I'm, this movie's gonna be awful anyway. I just I wonder what who he's playing or what he's playing. Is he supposed to be playing a villain or something? Uh, they didn't say. All they said was that he's joining a cast, which again it blew me away that they're actually still that this train is still moving forward. No, there's no brakes on this train now after Venom made a bunch of money. So. 
Maybe he'll play uh, Chameleon. Is that a big Morbius character? Well, it's a Spider-Man villain that they own the rights to, so of course they'll just ruin it. Ah, uh, there you go. There you go. He won't be Chameleon at the beginning, though. He'll turn into the Chameleon the last, like, 30 seconds. Him and, uh, <laughs> him and Woody Harrelson are just stand there with, like, weird wigs. <laughs> it's like, we'll see you next time. And then a uh, secret clandestine organization will be introduced in the last 35 <laughs> seconds of the movie. Uh, yep. So, uh, yeah, good for him. Um, and that's it. That's pretty much it for the news. That's all I got. All the news that's fit to print. All right. So we put out the call. We've been hoarding some listener questions so we could save them for a night, just like tonight when we have nothing else to talk about. And uh, we need to put out content for you, the listener. Uh, but if you'd like to send us a listener question going forward, of course, you can always email us. So podcast at yahoo.com. Man, I should probably get a new email address. Is it like lame to have a Yahoo email address? No, of course not. Yahoo is one of the main mailing sites. Okay. It's, I, I think feel we've like been when, using it for so long, it would throw yeah. people off if we didn't. Yeah, that's true. I just feel like, you know, when I'm at my other job and somebody gives me their email and it's an AOL email address, it's a little embarrassing. <laughs> All right. So who's ready? Aubrey's ready. Everybody's ready. You guys are born I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> okay. So this goes for everybody. And this one comes from Montego, our friend Montego over at Fans on Patrol fantastic podcast that we've been down with since day one practically um out of the crew that's the three of us if we were each granted one superpower what would you choose as your superpower mark ellis uh i would choose that ability that uh that uh, charles xavier has to make people do whatever he wants them to do that's what i want right he, he does that right uh, no, no, because he's a good guy. But I mean, he could. <laughs> oh wait, yeah. The, who am I thinking of? Um, um, he makes people see what he wants them to see, not necessarily do what. It You're is. thinking of the Purple Man. Yeah, I want. Jones. Yeah, that's the power I want. I want the power to Purple Man, make people do whatever I want. What about that guy? What the hell is his name? Um, there is somebody in X Men who controls people's vision. So it's what's its face's son, Legion. Yes. Oh, okay. Do you, do you get to hang out at Aubrey Plaza? If you Word. <laughs> That'd be cool. Being a weird TV show for two seasons, I'm down. I'm totally down. <laughs> I thought you just wanted to be like, come edit the podcast, Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. That's cool. That's cool. Uh, what about you, Aubrey? I have to be a bad guy. That- you could be anything you want. <laughs> oh, I would want the power to control the weather like storm because storm's a badass that'd be awesome or kinetic energy like gambit that would be really cool too you just throw a card at somebody and it fucking explodes be awesome but if i could control the weather then i could kind of do that anyway so controlling the weather hands down (laughs) so if it was going to snow you could like make it just not snow on your house specifically yeah (laughs) imagine how awesome that'd be i would like that ability yeah I would pick the flash because then all the shit I have to do every day <laughs> can get fucking done in like half an hour and spend time watching TV or taking a nap. So days like today when I got up at nine in the morning and did nothing except errands and stuff all day and I'm hoping to get an hour of sleep before I have to go to work, I could have had that shit all done in like 45 minutes and boom, just been sleeping all day. Mm-hmm. So you want to be Ezra Miller. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to run just like that. <laughs> run all goofy. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen myself run before. It might actually be as goofy as that. So. As long as you show up in a man bun and say, the key. Lois is the key. Oh, <laughs> you're referencing Masters of the Universe. The key, the key. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Next uh, question comes from our friend John at Pino Comics. Also a Patreon of the show. Fantastic, great guy, great show, Pint O apostrophe comics. So he's got two questions. One, have you ever walked out of the movie theater when you went to see something? Aubrey. Yes, independent. Not Halloween. It wasn't Halloween. (laughs) It should have been Halloween. (laughs) It should have been. (laughs) Independence Day 2. I did walk out on that. Really? Yes. I watched the first 10, 15 minutes of it, and I walked out. Wow. I, I I know it was bad. I don't it was 
yeah, it was one of the worst movies I've ever seen. So I can understand that. Yeah. I took one for the team on that one. So. I did not make it through that movie. So remember after it was over, Janine just turned to me and was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Mark? No, I don't think I've ever walked out of a movie. I've come close to it multiple times, but um, I don't think I've ever actually physically gotten up and walked out because knowing me, I would have to watch the end of it at some point, like on either on DVD or on cable. Like at some point I would have to know what happens at the end. So, uh, I figured I'd just, just eat it then and just watch the whole thing then. Yeah. But I, I, I almost got up and walked out of House of the Dead and uh, Life of the Party and some other movie with, um, I can't remember the name of it, with uh, Thomas Jane. Uh, I don't I can't remember the, the plot of it, but it was just fucking awful. And it was like two I'm years really ago. I'm really surprised you almost walked out of House of the Dead. That's one of my favorite bad movies of all time. <laughs> it's so bad. It's, it's yes. it, it, it gets to the point where you're sitting in a the theater and you're like, there's like a hundred other things I would rather be doing right now than sitting here looking at the screen. <laughs> See, when I'm watching something so bad, it's amazing. I'm not thinking about what else I could be doing. <laughs> You're like, this is it. This is the greatest thing ever. Once they uh, they get they have to cross that field and there's zombies and then they're using the Matrix camera for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> and an original song by Snap is playing. <laughs> God, oh, it's amazing. That's a good movie, actually. <laughs> it's not a good movie at all. It's not, but it's a, it's an amazingly good movie. I have also never walked out of the movie theater. Um, I've seen some bad fucking movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, the closest I ever came was uh, Batman and Robin. Oh wow! I, I just wanted to leave, but the person I was with was watching it. Yep. And I thought they wanted to watch the movie, so I wasn't going to be a jerk and like demand to leave. But they only stayed because they thought I was watching. Them. Of course, it's Batman and Robin. So we uh, we both suffered through it for each other, and then <laughs> we both wanted to leave. So. <laughs> other than that, there's, I've never seen anything so bad that I wanted to leave because usually it's so bad it's fun, or it's just like I have to suffer through this through the podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> right. If I can make it through Mortal Kombat Annihilation, I can make it through anything. All right. And then uh, John had one other question was, what movie have you seen the most in the movie theater? So more, at least more than one time. Aubrey, you don't really go to the movies until we start forcing you to. So I don't know if you've seen anything more than once in the movie theater. I have, actually. <gasps> yeah, yeah. She, she, you did. And I, I remember you saying it. And I, mean, I remember being blown away by it. Which, which movie was it? Um, I saw with Schindler's List. Meet the Fockers. I saw three times. What? I fell asleep. I know it seems weird. It, it's because I went and I saw it once, and then my friends wanted me to go again, and then another friend wanted me to go a third time, and I didn't like it the first time around. So by the third time, I had fallen asleep in the movie because I found it that boring. All right. So um, the, the first time you didn't like it. Right. The second time, did you like it? No. Or, and the third no, time, you I fell asleep. I only went because my friends wanted to see it. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. yeah. And then the third time, I had one friend who didn't have any friends, and she wanted to go see it. So I felt compelled to go see it because mm. she didn't have any friends. So I did see that. I also saw The Heat twice um, in theaters because I thought it was so fucking hysterical the first time that I went a second time. And how did it hold up the second time? It was just as funny. Wow. I was crying laughing. It was so funny. <laughs> Loved it. Loved it. All right, Mark Ellis, I know you've seen something more than once. Yeah, yeah. That's usually a mark of a good movie is if I've seen it more than usually like the four times in a the theater limit or the number. If I see a movie four times in a the theater, that's probably going to make like my top three, top two movies of the year. Uh, so and I, And there's usually one movie each year that does that. Uh, but as far as like what movie have I seen in the theaters all together, um, easily, that's uh, episode four of Star Wars. I've watched that movie. I made my parents take me as many times as I would let them. When uh, I was a kid, when they came out with the re-release in 97, I watched the hell out of that. Um, it helped that I was at the theaters. Um, so yeah, anytime that movie comes on the screen, I'm definitely watching it. So Star Wars episode four, I've definitely watch the movie more than anything else in the theaters. All right. All right. I, I don't know what 
my uh, most watched movie in the movie theater would be. I, I've seen The Room, I think, five times in the movie theater. That's an accomplishment. That, <laughs> <laughs> that might be one of them. I know I've seen, same thing with you, I know I've seen A New Hope a bunch of times. Uh, all the Star Wars movies, well, the original trilogy, I've seen a bunch of times. Yep. I saw Force Awakens three times. Um, I think that is the, I think the room is the one I've seen the most at five. Wow. Nice. <laughs> Cause it's play, you know, they'll play at midnight around here every now and then we would always go and it's always fun to take someone who doesn't know what they're getting into <laughs> <laughs> to go see it. So we've done that a few times too. Um, yeah. So they, they used to have a lot of like midnight movies in the area at some of the smaller theaters, which was always really fun, but you know, I've seen Rocky horror a bunch of times. I don't know if that, does that count? Yeah, if you saw it at a at a movie theater on a screen, yeah, that counts. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I've seen that probably like seven or eight times in the movie theater. So wow. I guess Rocky Horror is the winner there you over go. the room. Whew, that's that's I'll I'll accept that. <laughs> <laughs> I like the room. It's my favorite movie. It's funny. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The room is great. It's, to see it on the, the to see it on a big screen is awesome. But that shouldn't be your number one. As far as like <laughs> as many as you as many movies as you've seen in the theater, that shouldn't hold the title. Sorry. <laughs> that's funny. All right. So we got another question here. And this question comes from Laura, who wants to know if someone is starting a podcast and they come to you for advice, what advice would you give to somebody who is starting their own podcast right now? If somebody was like, I'm going to start a podcast, what kind of advice could you give me? Mark Ellis. Uh, Try to record uh, in the daytime or (laughs) at least in the Late afternoon, early evening, uh, that'd probably be best. Uh, and and talk about a subject that you are naturally passionate about. That'd be that's okay. my advice. Okay. Uh, what about you, Aubrey? Um, I also think consistency is the key. You need to remain consistent with your recording and your social media presence, or else you just fall off the face of the earth. And if you commit to it and you have that consistency, it becomes part of your routine, and it's not as taxing as it is in the beginning, I believe. So consistency is definitely number one. There you go. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's a big thing is uh, if you're going to, no matter what you decide your schedule is, if you tell your audience this is our schedule, then you better fucking be there <laughs> when it's time because then, you disappear for three months and people just don't give a shit and they move on to the next. If you don't give a shit, why should anyone else give a shit? So uh, people move on to the next podcast, to listen to and forget about you. So um, that being said, I would say before you start, I would do a dry run two or three times. And people, a lot of people say, you know, oh, uh, just jump on and, and record. Just do it. Just do it. Just do it. I know. <laughs> I would say, you know, Say, okay, next week we're going to quote unquote put out a podcast and spend the whole week trying to wrangle everyone together to record, figure out a time you can record, figure out if you can get it edited in time, figure out if you find something to talk about. It doesn't even have to be interesting. You could be like, all right, we're going to talk about, you know, this episode of the news from this morning. (laughs) As long as you get yourself like an hour of talking to edit, um, just so you can see what you're getting yourself into and then you can decide, okay, I can't do this every week. <laughs> <laughs> I could do this every other week or I could do this once a month or, or whatnot, you know? So you have a kind of idea what you're getting into. Cause you'll see a lot of people will be like, all right, here we go. Podcast every week. And then after three episodes, they fall off and then they release one like a month later and then they disappear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But if you have a, if you have a really good show or if you have a really good idea for a show and you want to put out a show like every two weeks, every three weeks, that's totally cool. That's totally yeah, cool. No, it is. As long it's, as, it's just, as long as yeah, you make it aware that that's what your schedule is. Right. Yeah. If you come out and say, this is our biweekly podcast, then you need to come out biweekly mm-hmm. <laughs> because all you have is your word. And then if you're not, there's literally 500,000 other podcasts people could go listen to. So you could disappear and then people forget about you and, that's not what you want to do. You're trying to build your listenership. So that's the big thing. The other thing is that drives me absolutely fucking insane. <laughs> and it's for a little later on when you're uh, recording more is every episode might be somebody's first episode. So you always want to introduce the show and introduce who's talking. 
Because if I, somebody will say, oh, can you listen to my podcast? Tell me what you think. Oh, can you listen to my podcast? And I always don't want to do it because I always feel like I'm going to be a jerk. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I'll do it. And the first thing that happens is you turn it on and it's like a, an hour and 45 minute podcast. And it just starts. And there's just people talking and they're just talking about nothing. And you just say, what? What am I listening to? Who are these people? <laughs> and it just keeps going and going and going. And you're like, who's talking? I don't even, what's happening? <laughs> And then I just shut it off. I'm done. I can't listen to more than five minutes of that I'm out. I, I need to know like who's who, especially if you have similar voices. Like if there was a podcast with me and Derek. Oh, my God. <laughs> talking to each other. <laughs> and we didn't say who was who. Like you would just be like, is this just one person talking? <laughs> so that's my huge. That's my biggest pet peeve. Uh, Mark, you listen to a lot of podcasts. Do you have a pet peeve of something shows do? Uh, not necessarily. If, if I hear a show that doesn't really interest me at all, um, yeah, but maybe so that it does it interest you, but just drives you nuts when they do. Uh, you, what you said before about people not, if they have similar voices and they don't right off the bat, let you know, like who is who it gets really confusing after a while. Cause you want to pick a side, especially if they're going against each other, you want to mm-hmm. pick a side and be like, yes, I'm, I'm, I, I'm stand with this dude right here or this girl right here. Uh, but I have no idea like who they are. And you go through the whole show, and I like I I just give up. I don't even yeah. care. Aubrey, do you have any podcast pet peeves? I think my biggest pet peeve is when you use your platform to just bitch. You know, I understand if that's like your thing. You know, if you just want to complain your entire podcast, and the, and that's what you're marketing. You know, whatever, cool. Um, but I think like it's my biggest pet peeve when you bring other people into it. Like I'm not pointing fingers at anybody. So internet, please do not be offended and start drama. Cause this is what I'm fucking talking about. Oh I, feel, I feel like people look too far into something and then they go back and they use their platform to just bitch about it. I don't want to listen to a podcast. If two seconds into it, you're just bitching. You know, it, I don't I don't know about you, but I'm listening to a podcast because I'm enjoying the topic and I want to hear what people have to say and I want to learn more about it. I want to listen to people complaining because I'm tired of listening to people complain. Right. I think that is kind of thinking small when people do that on their shows. It's thinking small. So like, you know, we have listeners all over the world. (laughs) I don't think the people that listen to us in Denmark give two flying shits about drama between, you know, Aubrey and some person on Twitter. You know, like, I, yeah, who fucking cares? But to be fair, there is people who do like to listen to shows where yes. someone just sits at a microphone and goes, you know what I hate? Blobbity, 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 blobbity. Airplane food. What's well, up with that? I think there's a difference between like ranting about something and being like, I have to get this off my chest. Sometimes there's rants that are really funny. But I think when you are just outright screaming and yelling and using profanity and insulting people, and that's just not my thing. Mm -hmm. But there is an audience for that. I know. Did you know that there is actually a fetish for people that want to hear girls complain? What? Um, one of my favorite <laughs> adult film stars, uh, Bailey J, released a new video called Complaining Fetish. It's like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> and I watched it, and there's no nudity. It's just her complaining. Wow. And apparently people are into that. Like, That's... oh, I had to do this, and it was annoying. <laughs> Shit, dude. Fuck getting married. I'm just going to get one of those DVDs. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there's that. Yeah. And the ignoring is ignoring is another one. So people like pay like hot chicks, like a lot of money and they'll just like set up a webcam in their room, but not like with sexy results. Like they'll just like watch TV and not pay any attention to the webcam. Wow. (laughs) Tell you, man, we're missing out on money. (laughs) I will ignore you for half the price. I promise. (laughs) This country is ridiculous. I'm moving. I'm, I'm, book, I'm booking a plane to Wakanda tomorrow. <laughs> I have some bad news for you. <laughs> There's no Wakanda. Shh, 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 Don't tell me that. I don't know that yet. Aww. All right. All right. Last question. 
comes from Rob, and Rob wants to know. Rob wants to rock right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Rob wants to know, do you ever feel torn between some of your conflicting interests, such as being nerdy and liking sports, liking or Mark Ellis loves Korean pop music, but also other things? What do you mean? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> I think for me, though, that's an easy question because there's nothing really um, that I like that isn't like everything else. I mean, the only thing I could say that I have an interest in that isn't on the same playing field as video games and everything else is I do enjoy stupid TV like keeping up with the Kardashians and I've been watching Gossip Girl and I like those shows because there's so much mental activity going on all the time in my life that those shows don't require me to think about them so I can sit there and tune out completely and just shut off my brain so but I never feel conflicted about liking them because I don't I don't I don't really identify with people that enjoy those shows for what they are. Hmm. How about you, Mark? Do you ever feel you have to hide your power level about certain things when you're around other people, different groups of people that take different things? Oh, yeah. I I hide everything from everyone. (laughs) We know because we'll be at BingCon and Mark's like, hey, guys, meet my girlfriend. We're like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Who? I was thinking that, too. What? Yeah, so I yeah I hide everything. You're Nobody an international knows. man of mystery is what you are. <laughs> Except for this podcast, no one knows anything about me, and that's, that's the way right. I like it. <laughs> that's your answer. Yeah, that's my answer. No, I don't. Okay. I don't feel. I don't really feel conflicted about anything. I mean, I'm 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 pretty much an open book. It's a lot easier to just. It's a lot easier just to be yourself, just to do you, than it is to hide, try and hide other things. But I do try to experience a lot of things that are not normal or not like average <laughs> you know let me i can i can feel myself saying these words and i know joe like, like uh, you are 75 dollar <laughs> korean glow sticks that you buy. <laughs> that is gonna pay off in dividends my friend yeah yeah I'd, i like to you know whether it's like everyone was watching the royal rumble the other night i was watching a live broadway play on tv so you know i try to diversify my interest to a bunch of different things so i don't hide anything i'm pretty much an open book on the podcast you see me in person you're not going to know anything about me <laughs> look for the guy with the glow sticks the one giant glow stick <laughs> um i yeah i've talked about it on the show before i do try to hide my power level sometimes um and even about different different things like I, at work i really didn't I don't think any, well, actually there's there's a couple of people I'm friends with on Facebook now uh, from my job. So they know I have a podcast, but like, I don't walk around talking about podcasting at work. I don't talk about nerdy stuff. And part of the reason for that is I just, I don't want to be known as that person. I don't need people coming up to me and and being like, Oh, uh, uh, do you want to talk to me about this Avengers movie? (laughs) Like, no, I I don't (laughs) actually. Um, but I, I kind of screwed myself for that because I was taking days off, you know, to go to these different conventions and stuff. And I'd have to write on the slip for the time off request, like what it was off for. And I put like Rhode Island Comic Con. Oh, <laughs> like, oh you're honest. Man. So the cat's out of the bag a little bit. But mm-hmm. and it's it's and same thing with like sports. Like I love sports. And sometimes you're in an environment where you're watching sports with people and they're not nerdy. So you're not going to start talking about like Star Wars expanded universe novels, but you know, it's fine. I don't, I don't really hide anything. I'm a, I'm an open book for the whole world to see. Mm-hmm. It's very true. True, 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 true. So that's it. That's the last question. Thank you, Rob. Thank you, John. Thank you, Montego. Thank you, Laura and everyone else that's sending questions. I am stockpiling them for the next time, but feel free. Send some more in at sowizardpodcast at yahoo.com. We love to hear from you. So let's go around and see if we got some recommendations. Aubrey, what do you got for the listeners out there? Um, I recommend everybody go get Kingdom Hearts. You can uh, be my friend on PlayStation if you want. I'm already your friend on PlayStation, and I've never played the first two. So They're so good. So good. 
Also, if you have any relationship questions, hit me up. Slide into my DMs. I'm collecting them for a podcast that we're doing coming up. Um, so if you have any burning relationship questions, send them on over. I'm collecting them from Reddit right now. So nice. Yeah, they're pretty good. Awesome. Cannot wait. Mark Ellis, how about you? Yeah, I want to recommend a show that uh, I was a guest on uh, a little while ago. A friend of the show, Didi Sweets, has his podcast, uh, Keep It Mad Simple. And uh, he invited me on so we can talk about Glass and talk about uh, the Oscar nominations. Uh, So me and him chopped it up for a little bit. And you can find it on Spotify, Keep It Mad, M-A-D, Keep It Mad Simple pod. Um, I'm on episode number eight. Uh, so me and Didi Sweets, shout out to you, Didi. Uh, thank you very much for inviting me on. And uh, it's cool to talk to you. And uh, we'll be uh, we'll be talking again soon, man. Nice, nice. All right. Well, I will suggest everyone goes to SoWizardPodcast.com where they can find the podcast every week. Links to all our social media accounts on the right-hand side of the page. Movie reviews, streaming picks, and so much more on SoWizardPodcast.com. Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes. Spotify or just about any pod catching app under the sun will be there every week. Hashtag no weeks off and check out our YouTube channel. Uh, we're dropping at least one new video every week this week. We just dropped Adam and Jackie talking about the movie Creed uh, for the uh, marital martial arts series. It's Adam and his wife break down action movies. And you can also go to our Patreon page where you can monetarily support the show and get at least one exclusive episode of the podcast each month. Patreon.com backslash so wizard podcast. Uh, this month coming up in February is going to be a double rewards month. Uh, Aubrey's aforementioned love advice episode for Valentine's Day, as well as Mark Ellis finally gets a deep dive of serious movie discussion about the Oscar nominations. Are you excited, Mark? exciting isn't quite the right word for it. I'm a little intimidated because I'm going up against some uh, heavy hitters. Yeah, I, I I get scared when I talk to uh, So Wizard senior political correspondent Amanda about movies because I just feel like she's going to make fun of me for everything, <laughs> like every second I'm talking. So. <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, I, what I'm going to recommend is, is you watch the Super Bowl and hopefully see uh, the greatest franchise in the history of football, the New England Patriots, bring home their sixth Super Bowl trophy. But uh, even if that doesn't happen, you can hear me cry next week about it <laughs> while we talk about all the trailers for all the new movies that will be coming out during the commercials on the Super Bowl on YouTube afterwards, because that's what we're going to be talking about next week on the podcast. But that's going to do it this week for episode 234 of the So Wizard podcast. I've been your host, Joey DiCarlo. My co-hosts have been the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. Good night and so long and have a good life. <laughs> and the expert, Mr. Marquis Marcellus Reagans. Hey, I found a site, a round trip to Wakanda, $5,000. I'm booking it. Uh, <laughs> Wakanda forever. Remember, friends, future events such as these may affect you in the future. Good journey. Good journey.